Good morning. I will be doing some readings today. The first one is Acts 2, 1 through 18. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled in the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages, as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven and living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered, because each one heard heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who speak Galenese? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Perthians, Medes, Elamites, and uh, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Potonus and Asia, Phyga and Polythia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to the Crini, and visitors of Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretes and Arabs. In our own language, we hear them speaking about God's deeds and power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said, They are filled with the new wine. But Peter, standing with the eleven, raised his voice and addressed them, Men of Judea and all who live in Jerusalem, let this not be known to you and listen to what I say. Indeed, these are not drunk, as you suppose, for it is only nine o'clock in the morning. No, this is not what's spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days it will be, God declares that I pour out all my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall forsake, and all among men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall foresee. The next reading is Corinthians twelve four through 13 Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. And there are varieties of services, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. To one is given to the Spirit of utterance of wisdom, and to the other the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the government of spirits. To another, various kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are activated by one and the same Spirit, who allots to each one individually just as the Spirit chooses. For just as the body is, and as many members, and all the members of the body, so many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in this one spirit, we are baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, we are all made to drink of one spirit. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. It's been a um, challenging week. I didn't sleep much last night. I didn't sleep for thinking about what was going on in our communities. Like many of you, I got a text last night that our city was under curfew. I was praying for so many people, for so many people, for so many situations. It's been a week where we saw 
videos. I saw a video of a man being knelt on, on his neck by a police officer who was charged to protect and serve as other police officers stood by and watched it happen. We have seen police forces all over the country, police chiefs stand up and say, that's not the way that we do things. That is not what policing in our communities is about. We have seen protests, many of them peaceful, some of them not. We have seen enormous pain. All of those protests represent the pain of racism, of systematic oppression and injustice that's been a part of our society forever. It's been a really, really tough week. Like many of you, I saw the video of Amy Cooper who weaponized her white privilege threatening to call the police, indeed calling a police on a black man and letting him know that she would tell them that it was a black man that was attacking her, knowing that she could instill upon him the threat and fear for his life that George Cooper faced. I'm sorry, George Floyd. It's been a week, my friends, and on top of this, we've had all of the COVID quarantine, and of course, the African-American community has been reminded over and over again that the African-American community is, is affected far more by COVID than other communities. And so we sit in this week where we are bombarded with news that makes us, as white people, very uncomfortable. It all feels very overwhelming. We don't think of ourselves as racist. We certainly all want to be good people. We love all people. We want to express a spirit of diversity and equanimity in our society. We want all people to be treated as equal. All of us are offended when we see police violence. All of us struggle with what to do when we see looting. It is awful, it's unexcusable, as is police violence and brutality. We all look at this and just think, what, what is this coming to? What is happening to our society? We know, of course, that when we look back at our history that this stuff happens sometimes every few years where we have some awful incident that is recorded or taped or some protest that turns violent and then we have to stop. If we're wise, we stop and we listen. We have been talking over the last many weeks about the early church, and by early church, I mean that first band of disciples with Jesus who spent those weeks after his crucifixion and resurrection living in fear, living in fear of the other, fear of the outsider, fear that somebody was going to come and they were going to be next, that they would meet the same fate as Jesus. And so they, they gathered sometimes closed up in the upper room and Jesus would meet them there. Wherever they went, Jesus would gather with them on the lake shore. Jesus would call to them from their boats. Jesus would meet them in the breaking of the bread. And in every turn, they were yet afraid. They didn't understand what Jesus was going to call them to do. But Jesus had promised them 
that the Holy Spirit would come, the advocate. And when the Holy Spirit came, it would fill them with a new sense of call. And indeed, the Spirit came to them on Pentecost. It is uh, the festival of weeks in the Jewish tradition. It's a festival that has to do with the harvest. And so there they were in Jerusalem, one of the most diverse cities of the ancient world, one of the those well-traveled cities where travelers from the far east would come in and from the west and from all over the Mediterranean, from Africa, from all over the place. Everybody was in Jerusalem. And it was in this place and all of this diversity where the Holy Spirit rushed in, it says, like fire. These words fill us today, the Holy Spirit. And in our scripture, in the Christian tradition, we would say that the Holy Spirit began with God's Spirit hovering over creation in the book of Genesis. The Spirit that breathed life into creation, that breathed life into Adam and Eve, that breathed parting the waters for Noah, the Spirit that breathed into the voice of the prophets of Israel, the Spirit that breathed into Queen Esther as she was challenged to speak up on behalf of her people who were oppressed. That same Spirit that Jesus called upon when he came to the temple in Galilee and said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor and recovery of sight to the blind, to release those who are imprisoned, to offer freedom and redemption. It is that Spirit that continues to work in creation, continues to bring forth new life. And on the day of Pentecost, when this diverse group was gathered, the Spirit comes in like a dove, like a fire, like a flame, like a breath, and fills the people. And the miracle, among the miracles of Pentecost, is that they could hear one another, that they could hear in their own tongue, in the language that they could understand, they could hear one another. They could hear what the Spirit was saying to the people. And Peter got up and said, this is what the Spirit of God is doing, that the Spirit of God is, is creating dreams in our old men and women, and it's giving our youth voice and passion. The Spirit of God is intervening into creation. And suddenly this Spirit that came down from heaven breathed life into the disciples. We sometimes call Pentecost the birthday of the church. I'm not sure that I like that as much as I like the birth of the church. Because a birth involves pain, it involves labor, it involves being physically transformed and renewed, it involves a whole new thing to be born, a whole new life, a whole new spirit to be born. If the gift of Pentecost were just something that happened to the church 2,000 years ago, it would be insignificant. It would be 
just a nice little historical story that we tell in our faith tradition. But we pray in the church still today, come, Spirit, come. The ancient prayer of the church, Maranatha, come, Spirit, come. Come to us in the midst of our diversity. Help us to hear one another. Help us to understand your spirit that is still filling us with new dreams, that is still giving our youth the gift of prophecy, that is still calling us to release the captives, to heal the blind, to lift our own blinders, to hear what God is saying to us today. As we sit in the middle of this time of great, great injustice in our society, great pain, great sorrow, great mourning, all of these things, I think the spirit is stirring. The spirit is stirring in the church. What will be born in us today? What will be born new for us today? Will we, most of us white people, sort of stand back and wring our hands and think, oh gosh, this is, this is terrible. Or will we have the courage to listen, to listen to what is being said? Not, please do not hear that I'm excusing any level of violence, not from the police, not from the, the people who are protesting, not from those who are looting, but what is the word of God for us? What is the Holy Spirit still speaking to the church today, calling us? calling us to bring release to the captives, reset covery of sight to the blind, calling us to speak God's word, to stand up for those who are oppressed. The church cannot say silent or neutral in the face of injustice. If we do, we don't deserve the name church. Our faith in Jesus is one that is a transforming faith. It is both about our own salvation and our own renewal, and then about the salvation of the world. In the United Methodist Church, we say that our, our mission is to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. It's twofold. On this day of, of Pentecost, this day when we think, oh, we don't just think, we pray. We pray, we pray for the Holy Spirit to come to us, to come to us in the midst of all that we see around us, the pain, the suffering, the loss, the mourning, the oppression, the injustice, the violence. And in the middle of that, we pray that God's spirit will speak to us, will speak to us, will transform our hearts, that indeed we might be a part of transforming the world in the midst of this tragedy that's going on in our society. The church is always called to speak. The church is always called to give a word of hope, a word of peace, to speak on behalf of those who are oppressed. And perhaps today we pray for that, that gift of the Holy Spirit, that gift of the Holy Spirit to fill us that we might hear that we might listen, that we might understand other people in new ways, that we might understand our law enforcement community, that we might understand our African-American community, that we might understand those who have been oppressed in our society, that we might listen and understand. It's hard to make sense of some of what we see. I, I, 
I don't understand the destruction of property. There's, there's no excuse for it. There's no way to, to justify it. As we look at what is happening in our world, there's, there's no way to justify much of it. So much, so much of it is just greed. It's just sinfulness. It's just human sinfulness. Nothing new under the sun. But we like to play games of putting one group above another. And sometimes we remove ourselves from it. We say, I'm not in it. I don't need to pay attention to it. It doesn't affect me. And yet our society is hurting. The world is hurting. And we in the church have a gift to offer that. We in the church are called to bring a word of peace, a word of listening, a word of seeking understanding. We are called through our faith to be people of courage, people who speak up on behalf of those who are oppressed, people who who name the sufferings that we see in the world and come alongside those who are most injured and hurt. We in the church offer a world of word of compassion and healing. We come alongside those who are mourning. We in the church have been given the gift of the Holy Spirit to intercede, to be in these situations and bring forth hope and bring forth justice and seek reconciliation, listen for the word of peace. My heart is breaking today. My heart is breaking for our country, for our people, for the injustice that we see around us. And my spirit is crying out with the Christians of every age, Holy Spirit, come to us, speak to us, Let us listen to what you have to say and let us respond. Let us respond in ways that are compassionate and courageous, just and merciful, bringing hope and healing and new life to our hurting world. Let us pray. God, your spirit always intercedes. As Paul says to us, intercedes with sighs too deep for words. It is hard to make sense of what is going on in our society. It is easy to remove ourselves from it, to to wring our hands and call it a shame. But you, God, call us to respond, to listen and to hear to be renewed by your word, to allow something new to be born through the gift of your spirit. And so God, we ask that you speak to us today. Open us in new ways. Help us, God, to hear voices that are oppressed. Help us, God, to offer a word of comfort to communities that are are hurting today. Help us, God, to reach out to our our police community, to our civic leaders, to the African-American community and to all communities who suffer oppression. Help us, God, to listen to one another that that gift of Pentecost, that gift of your spirit making all people one might come to us. In the name of Christ, we pray.
Amen.